And what what is up, everybody? Welcome into this edition of the Jim Bratton Sports Podcast. I hope you all are having fantastic Saturdays. And what I'm going to be getting into today is the gift that was given to us a couple days ago by the NFL. And that is their full uh, 18-week regular season schedule. And so what I'm going to be doing today is I'm not going to be be breaking down each individual game during each individual week because honestly, who, who's got the time for that? But what I am going to be doing is I'm going to be picking out just two or three games during each week that really stand out to me and also give you some reasons why they stand out to me. So without further ado, uh, let's go into week one. And right off the bat, the Thursday night opener is one that really sits at the top of my mind because, honestly, uh, we could be seeing it again in this year's Super Bowl. And that game, in that game, the uh, defending champion L.A. Rams will be hosting the Buffalo Bills. And if you're a fan of offensive football then you are, you are really going to enjoy this one because when you look at the quarterbacks of those two teams, Josh Allen for the Bills, Matthew Stafford for the Rams, and all of the weapons that each team has, uh, there's obviously going to be a lot of fireworks involved in that game, I would think. And so if you love offensive football, uh, Bills-Rams is one game that is definitely going to stand out to you. Uh, The Tennessee Titans will be hosting the G-Men, the New York Giants, as Big Blue comes down to Nashville for a... 325 game, I believe. And the last game in week one that really stands out to me is Broncos Seahawks on Monday night because of the Russell Wilson factor. Because as many of you know, uh, Russell Wilson is no longer a member of the Seattle Seahawks after being traded to the Broncos. And so there's going to be a lot of emotion involved in this game from both sides, I'm sure. And it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Russ can play against his former team and also how Russ's former team can play against him, and also how, how Drew Locke 
performs uh, for the Seahawks after being basically traded for Russell Wilson. Uh, that is, if uh, Drew Locke makes it into week one as the Seahawks starter because there's a lot of questions involved with that quarterback competition in Seattle. So there's going to be a lot of lot of emotions, but also a lot of questions that will finally be answered in that game. Uh, week two, the one game, and I mean only one game because just skimming through the schedule of week two, everything else is kind of ugh. But the one game that kind of stands out to me, again, for obvious reasons, is the one of the two Monday night games, actually, with the Tennessee Titans going on the road to Buffalo to play the Bills. Certainly, those two teams have had a lot of fun battling with each other over the last few years, and I expect this game to be yet another chapter in that very fun series. Uh, Week three, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders will be coming to Nashville, staying with the Titans. Uh, They will be hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, The Los Angeles Rams will be going to the desert to take on Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Again, this goes back to the whole offensive firepower and fireworks thing uh, because I expect there to be a lot of points in that game as well. And Packers and Bucks from Tampa, which could honestly be a preview of this year's NFC Championship game. Uh, Week four. And this first game I'm going to talk about is very interesting because uh, I'm going to have to get up early to watch it uh, because it is being played in London, which means for, for those of you who are aware with TV scheduling with the NFL and the way it works over here, uh, the London games all kick off generally at about uh, 8.30 in the morning. And so I'm going to have a very early Sunday morning uh, during week four for the Minnesota Vikings and New Orleans Saints game. And it's going to be interesting to see how uh, everybody does given the obviously the travel effect and sort of playing in an environment that you are not accustomed to playing in in front of a very very diverse fan base I would say because when you look at the when you've been watching the London games over the last few years you see a lot of fans 
that are wearing jerseys of neither one of the teams that are playing in the game, which is very interesting. And it's obviously, so football's obviously something that the NFL is tra- trying to promote globally. And they've been doing a pretty successful job at it. And this is just going to be another one of the games uh, in that chapter as we move forward. Uh, Staying with week four, the other two games that stick out to me are uh, the Buffalo Bills going to Baltimore to play the Ravens. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see the matchup of two of the young guns in the AFC at the quarterback position with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. And also the Titans and the Colts, for obvious reasons. Uh, this is one of the the Titans' biggest rivals, and uh, certainly one of the one of the Colts' biggest rivals as well. And the Colts are certainly going to try to get the bad taste out of their mouths from uh, being swept by the. Tennessee Titans last year. Ha ha. And so this is just going to be another fun and exciting matchup in the Titans-Colts series. Week 5, Bengals-Ravens is the first one that stands out to me because staying with the Young Guns theme... Uh, you're going to have Joe Burrow going up against Lamar Jackson. And the second game that jumps out to me is another one that, that I'm going to have to get up early for. Ugh. And the reason why that is is because it's another London game with the New York Giants taking on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, going to week six, uh, the, the Bengals and the Saints, and this is obviously one, if, you follow, if you've been following college football over the last few years, uh, you'll know that two of the Bengals' biggest stars are... Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, who were, of course, stars on LSU's 2019 uh, college football playoff championship team. And so they will be making their return to Louisiana. Uh, when they play the Saints. And the second game in week six that stands out to me are the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, which could be. And again, these two teams have had, kind of like the Titans and the Bills over the last few years, uh, the, the Chiefs and the Bills have had some very exciting games 
over the last few years, especially last year, and the huge overtime thriller uh, in the AFC Divisional Playoff game. Uh, if, if only Josh Allen would have, would have had a chance to get the football uh, in, a, in overtime during that game, it probably would have been even more special. But with hindsight being 2020, uh, I imagine both Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are looking forward to this one. And I do expect that uh, this will be a matchup to watch for several years to come. Uh, week 7, there's really one game that stands out to me uh, because the Colts will be playing the Titans again for the second time in three weeks. The Titans will be coming off of their bye week uh, of course, they do have a bye week in week six, which I'm really not all that excited about for the Tennessee Titans, but obviously they will be well-rested uh, after their bye in week six, I would hope, and hopefully they, put, they spend their bye week preparing for Another tough matchup with the Colts. Uh, week 8, the uh, one of the two matchups that sticks out to me are the Ravens and Bucks, which is going to be interesting because you have one of the young guns in Lamar Jackson and the Ravens going up against the GOAT, so to speak, in Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So, it's going to be very interesting to see how that one plays out. Also, staying, going back to the Buffalo Bills for a minute, they will be, they will be playing the uh, Green Bay Packers and... Much like I mentioned in, in week one with the Bills and Rams uh, potentially mating in the Super Bowl, this is also another matchup that is on Super Bowl watch for the upcoming season with the Green Bay Packers and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, rounding out the first half of the season... Uh, because there are 18 weeks now uh, after the new CBA negotiations that they did a few years ago. There are now 18 weeks. And the one game that sticks out to me in week nine is the Tennessee Titans going on the road to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, for those of you who remember all of the battles that the Titans have had with the the Chiefs over the last few years, that is definitely one to watch. 
uh, switching gears to week 10, moving into the second half of the season. And I'm going to start off with another, yet another early game. Ugh. With a 8.30 kickoff, this one will actually not be played in in London, uh, but it will be played in Germany. So, not only is the NFL trying to broaden its fan base in Europe, not just with England, but also with Germany as well. And much like the much like the London games, I would expect. Uh, there to be a very rabid fan base with probably uh, a lot of the fans wearing jerseys that neither one of the teams playing in the actual game are wearing, which uh, I'm I'm not really making fun of that in any way, but I do think it's very good for the brand of football that the NFL is trying to bring to Europe. Although for, although I, I, I will say for domestic games, as in obviously games uh, that are being played in the U.S., I'm not really a very big fan of people doing that in it people uh, doing that, honestly, excuse me, but I digress. Uh, Staying with week 10 here, the Tennessee Titans have a big matchup with uh, Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. The Dallas Cowboys will be traveling north to take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I expect a lot of fireworks to go on in that game as well. And rounding out the Week 10 schedule is the game that I'm probably looking forward to the most, not necessarily because of the team's but because of who the starting quarterback for one of the teams is, and that would, of course, be Carson Wentz with the Washington Commanders. Traveling back to Philadelphia to play the Philadelphia Eagles, a team who he was traded from, in favor of the man who is now the starting quarterback uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles in Jalen Hurts. And so it's going to be very interesting to see what sort of emotions are are involved in that game. Uh, Week 11... Uh, There's really only one game that sticks out to me, and it's the Titans and the Packers, sort of the 
the Mike Vrabel, Matt, uh, Matt LaFleur Bowl, if you will. And again, there's, there's going to be a lot of, lot of uh, fireworks involved. And of course, week 11, as you get later in the season, it starts to get, to get a little bit cooler outside, obviously. And I expect there will be not, not just a lot, a lot of Derrick Henry, uh, if his foot injury can hold up during the course of the season, knock on wood, but uh, there will be not just a lot of Derrick Henry uh, running the ball, but also the Green Bay Packers two-headed rushing attack with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon uh, involved as well for the Packers. Week 12 is a week that stands out to me because if you've been keeping track on the actual calendar as I've been reading through these these games here, you'll know is Thanksgiving week, which is, of course, a very big week uh, in the NFL. And I, I guess I'm going to stick with the three Thanksgiving Day games uh, as the ones that excite me the most because... And there's a lot, there's sort of a lot a lot to like about the this first one in particular with the Buffalo Bills taking on the Detroit Lions, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how the Lions do. Obviously, their track record on Thanksgiving Day games has not been great, to say the least. It's been pretty terrible, actually. But it's going to be interesting to see uh, how this regime with the Lions, which I'm, which I'm actually somewhat of a fan of because I, li- I, li- I do like some of the moves that they've made, especially with this past April's draft, but it's going to be interesting to see how all of those pieces can gel together and perform against the Buffalo Bills. Now, the in the second Thanksgiving Day game, I believe this is the three uh, the 3.30 game, excuse me, uh, features the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. And rounding out the Thanksgiving Day schedule with the nightcap, it is going to feature the New England Patriots uh, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Which I think is a very intriguing one. But that is thanks that is Thanksgiving Day 
for week 12, but when you when you move past Thanksgiving Day and you start to look down the schedule, especially if you're a Tennessee Titans fan, you still have that very bad taste in your mouth, I know I do, of this past season's uh, AFC divisional playoff game against the Bengals. And when you see the matchup that I'm about to talk about here, you will start sort of foaming at the mouth because the Tennessee Titans have a chance to get revenge on the Cincinnati Bengals. And of course, honestly, nothing will probably make up for the fact that the Titans lost that that playoff game and the way in which the Titans lost that playoff game. But... And of course, as we all know, there really is no such thing as a moral victory. But obviously, the Tennessee Titans are going to have a lot of aggression that they want to take out against the Bengals. Uh, And... And just make up as much as they can for the frustrations that were caused uh, during that playoff game. And so, this is probably the one... I I would put it ahead of the Thanksgiving Day games. Uh, Although, as I mentioned, I do like the Thanksgiving Day games just because of the principle that they are Thanksgiving Day games, but just the fact of the Bengals coming back to Nashville, by the way, this is also an important takeaway. Uh, The Bengals will be coming to Nashville to take on the Titans. And as I mentioned Hopefully, the Titans can sort of get the bad taste out of their mouths as much as they can. And hopefully, Ryan Tannehill doesn't finish that game with three interceptions. Switching gears to week 13. uh, There's really only two games that stand out. And that is the Buffalo Bills and the... New England Patriots. Certainly, uh, certainly they have some recent history having, of course, they play not only the fact that they play each other twice a year, every year, anyway, uh, with both of them being in the AFC East and all, but also uh, they played each other three times last year, having met in the AFC playoffs in the wild card round. So it's going to be interesting to see how this sort of rivalry in the AFC East 
continues. And the second game that sticks out to me is the Denver Broncos traveling to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Uh, Week 14, uh, there should be a lot of fireworks in the Chiefs-Broncos game, which is really the one that sort of tickles my fancy, so to speak. Uh because of the, obviously, because of the intrigue that comes with the matchup of Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Week 15, speaking of things and games that sort of tickle my fancy, you have the... Very intriguing matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, of course, the reason why I'm looking forward to this one uh, the most in Week 15 is because of the Tom Brady-Joe Burrow matchup and I said at at one point last year that I believe it was during the Super Bowl where obviously the Cincinnati Bengals were playing the L.A. Rams. I, I said that it's going to be interesting to see if Joe Burrow can step up and become the next Tom Brady because all last year you heard all these comparisons of Joe Burrow becoming the next Tom Brady. And obviously for the Bengals, uh, uh, he did not step, Joe Burrow did not step into that role during the Super Bowl as the Rams obviously stopped the Bengals during the last drive of that game. But but the question remains, in my mind anyway, of is is Joe Burrow going to be the next Brady? And certainly a good way for him to prove that he is would be with a win in week 15 against, obviously, the, the current Tom Brady. And so, obviously, there's going to be a lot of fireworks with this one as well, and I'm very much looking forward to watching it. Uh, week 16, as we round out the last three weeks here, uh, really, the two games that stand out are the. I'm going to stay with the Bucks. Uh, they will be traveling to the desert to take on the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. And the second game that sticks out to me are the Denver Broncos traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. 
Week 17, uh, the ten- going back to the Tennessee Titans with this one, they will be hosting the Dallas Cowboys. And the second game to watch for would be a possible AFC Championship game matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's going to be interesting to see the fireworks that go on with Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. And week 18, as we round out the schedule here, uh, there's really not one game that sticks out in particular, because they all stick out, uh, and the reason for that is because they're all they're all div- interdivisional games. So every matchup in Week 18 will be between teams that are within the same division. So, for example, I believe the. Tennessee Titans will be playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Houston Texans will be playing the Indianapolis Colts. And the reason why this is interesting is because even during the last week of the season, there are still divisions, and this this and I should point out that this is the reason why the league went to scheduling games in this way. Uh, Even during the last week of the season, there's still a lot on the line in terms of who wins every division and who the wild card teams in each conference are going to be. And so when you have a week where all of the games are, of course, interdivisional, that goes a long way in determining those factors. And obviously obviously seeding has a lot to do with this as well. That, of course, goes with the standings of who wins the division and who is the wild card team that comes out of that division. But... Uh, another important thing to watch for is, of course, seeding for when you eventually get to the playoffs. And so, guys, that rounds out the full uh, 2022 NFL schedule as far as games that I'm looking forward to and certainly games that you, sh- you the fans, should be looking forward to as well. And so I appreciate you sort of bearing with me uh, as I run through each week of the schedule. And I guess that is going to do it for this week, or excuse me, this episode of the Jim Bratton uh, Sports Podcast. And yes, for the for those of you who are wondering, yes, I, I do know that there are other sports 
going on nowadays other than football. I totally get that. And I'm going to have much more on that in the episodes to come. Uh, One thing you should definitely look forward to is my episode on what exactly happened to the National Predators uh, this past season with their ultimate sweeping collapse at the hands of the Colorado Avalanche. And the reason I use the word sweeping is because they were swept by the Colorado Avalanche in for what was, I believe, the first time that has happened in the history of the Nashville Predators franchise. And so, as a fan, I'm obviously very angry at what happened to the Predators, and I very much look forward to sort of channeling my anger uh, in a new episode coming up, as well as what I expect the Predators to do uh, as they move forward. And in addition to that, there's going to be a lot of talk about, obviously, the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs as well, among other things. But guys, Thank you so much for, again, thank you so much for sort of bearing with me as I run through, as I ran through the uh, NFL schedule here. And again, as I said, there's going to be a lot more uh, fun stuff coming up in the days and weeks ahead. So, just... Again, I appreciate your patience, and be sure to look for those future episodes down the road. But in the meantime, I'll see you soon.